You can stream us on all platforms, including Google, Spotify, etc., etc. Welcome to the Tony Michael Show podcast. We got somebody in the building right now, y'all, that I really, really, really admire. I met him a couple months ago, but then I read his story, and I was like, I got to have him on the show. Uh, just completed a little cameo on, cameo on Ballers and yeah. doing a lot of things, y'all. So let's welcome Kang in the neighborhood. What's up, man? What's good, Tony, What's man? What's going on, man? Thank, um, thank you. you so much for coming. You came last minute. We got it done. I really want... I was looking at your, your, uh, your, uh, your story. Cause what we met about two months ago, right? But I started looking at the story and I read about a lot of stuff about what had happened to you, and I was like, "Wow, we should have him on the show." But tell a little people about yourself, a little, little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Okay, well, I'm from Heaven. Just joking. I'm from Benton Harbor, Michigan. Um, I'm a military brat, just a humble person out here grinding. This this young man blessed me, and he said, "You know what?" Because I just got done writing a book called A War on Friendly Grounds. You can check it out on my website, awarnfriendlygrounds.com. Or you can cop it on Amazon. Um, he said, you know what? You're your ancestor's dream. And I was like, what? What do you mean by that? He was like, if you think about it, your ancestors, they couldn't read. They couldn't write. And you just got done writing a book. He was like, not only are you your ancestor's dream, but you're the gift to the future. And I was like, wow, that's deep. That's very deep, man. So I, I just feel honored to be here on your show. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate you coming. The truth is, Tony, I... I feel like I'm blessed to be alive because so many other people have lost their life in the situation that I went through. And I asked God, why me? Mm -hmm. Why am I still here? Mm -hmm. And I feel like my purpose or my mission in life now is to be able to speak for the voiceless. So that's what I'm doing, man. I'm grinding, you know? So let's, man, it's so good to hear a brother talk like that. Yeah. You know, and be true because, you know, we are in Hollywood. Yeah. And a lot of stuff that you've seen on social media is not what you see in person with the with the people. So it's so great to feel your energy and feel that and feel what you're saying. I appreciate it. Um, let's tell the people about the incident that happened to you. Now, look, you don't have to. We don't have to go crazy with it. Okay. Cause it it's a long story. But uh, it has something to do. Now, he's a, he's a veteran. So it has something to do with police brutality and what's going on now with the same guy. Right. Um, so let them know. And where did this happen at? Um, Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. Uh, well, I know you threw out ballers out there. So let's talk about that first. <laughs> yeah, right quick. yeah. I know Yo, you threw ballers out. out there. You did ballers. Now you yeah. filmed ballers when? Uh, maybe about two months ago. Maybe two, three months ago. So what? you know what episode is going to be? It was season five, episode five, Crumbs. Okay. So, yo, you guys, check that out when it hits HBO. Yeah. Show. It's already out. It already well, dropped. Oh, what did you? What did you? Oh, it dropped already. Yeah, it already dropped. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So then go back and stream it again because yeah. you know you can stream it on HBO. Oh yeah. Um, how did you get that? How did that come about? God, humble, hard work. I'm gonna tell you a quick funny story, right? Okay. When I first decided after that police incident, mm -hmm. and I was found not guilty on all charges because I didn't do anything wrong. Right. 
I moved to California and people tell you you're crazy. But if you listen to people, you'll never get what God got for you. Can you say that one more time? If you listen to what people say when they call you crazy, you'll never be able to get what God got for you. Can you say it one more time? If you listen to people tell you that you're crazy, you'll never be able to go get what God got for you. So I actually drove my raggedy Ford Explorer from South Carolina all the way to California. I went from being an extra when I got to L.A. Mm -hmm. to doing stand-in work to working security at Fox to actually having my own trailer at Fox, bro. So the same people I did security with, the day I booked Ballers, were the same people I was able to say hello to and still show respect and just say, man, it ain't me. You can do exactly what I'm doing. You just got to go for it. You got to believe in it. And you just got to trust God. That's right. Yeah, so it, it was a crazy journal journey to be able to see my own trailer. Wow. Like, really, God? And that's just like the beginning. Right? You know, they, you know, they always say God's going to give you more than you can even imagine. Yeah. Think. So the fact that you... People saw you do that, and then you doing it. Right. It's it's it's. Uh, you said the key. All this week, when I was putting all this together, I kept saying, "God, I trust you." Right. I'm not gonna lean to my own understanding. I just trust you. And right. I was like, I know God loves me, so you supply what I need, right. so we can get this done. So. Yeah, because most people like look. We all have dreams, right? Right. But I want y'all to understand this. Most of the time, when you're dreaming, you're sleep. Biblically, the Bible says, "Faith without work is dead." So a dream will only be a dream until you wake up and put put the work in to turn it into a reality. Are you doing the work? Someone told me you could tell how successful you want to be with what you do in your downtime. Are you working towards your dream? Are you chilling? Are you in the club? Are you partying? Are you doing everything else except for what you said you want in life? That's the only reason why you are where you are, because you choose to be there. If you choose to be somewhere else, put the work in. And I promise you, the laws of attraction say it'll happen. You're exactly right, man. You can be dreaming and just keep on dreaming, and, and the dream just dream pass you right by. You gotta oh, yeah. put in the work. You gotta so put in the work. A lot of people don't realize that. And then when you get out here, though, if if a hundred come out here, ten succeed. Yeah. You know, so you well, preaching, you preaching, boy. Yeah, so. they say they say the richest place is the graveyard. You know. I heard that too, man. When I heard that, all the dreams that people never accomplished. Oh yeah. In that graveyard, yeah. although they're not through different. Different reasons why they didn't do it, but nobody got it. I always tell people, the person that makes it mm -hmm. is the person that didn't quit. Right. You 100%. just got to keep going. You got to keep... And you have to be open to change. You have to be able to hear, well, which direction do I go and what? Right. And look at the reality of it. And that's what I, you know, I've done continuously. So... Right. I'm glad we're talking this. So, so okay, let's get into this story. Cause I want yes, sir. I want to hear about it. Okay, so, um, short version. Um... I had just got back from Germany. Me and my girlfriend, um, Tashiana, we just got back from Germany. Um, I was stationed at Fort Jackson, South Carolina. I worked at Moncrief Hospital. I was doing a uniform inspection for my soldier, PFC Carlisle, which is basically where you check out their uniform to make sure they're ready for tomorrow. Um, on my way home, there was an officer named Benjamin Fields who happens to be the same officer that beat up the same young lady at Spring Valley High School that went viral. Um, he was in my neighborhood and he was supposed to be looking for a white male flashing kids. So when I got home, I actually saw the police officer riding in front of me. Most apartment buildings are shaped like rectangles. So I was riding behind the police officer going towards my house. Mm -hmm. So when we got to the parking lot or whatever else, you know, he entered a rectangle first. And then I went behind him. Eventually became parallel. You know, I acknowledged him, not in my head or whatever right. else. In his report, from his perspective, he thought that I was teasing him by bobbing my head. I don't know where that comes from. Right. But 
it is what I mean, it is. Definitely acknowledging that he was right. Right. Um, I used to play semi-pro football uh, for the Carolina Titans. I used to take all the kids and stuff to my games and everything mm -hmm. like that. So I was well known in the community. So I park my car. I get out my car. I start walking towards the door, and I hear a car peel off. And I see an officer running towards me. Hey, you. Hey, you. Come here. I'm like, who me? He was like, yeah, you. He was like, I'm out here for a noise violation. And I was like, well, it couldn't have been me. You know, I just got home, and plus I have a police officer that lives above me, so I know not to blast my music. So, mm -hmm. so he asked me for my license and registration. I handed my documentation, except for the picture license that they give you, mm -hmm. I lost in Germany. So DMV sends a paper license. Mm -hmm. So I hand him the paper license, and he was like, well, what the hell is this? And I was like, dude, if you just calm down. And I don't know what trigger. I think dude, the word dude triggered him. He was like, you will not call me dude. I'm a Richland County officer of the law. I was like, well, you addressed me by hey, you. He was like, well, that's because I don't know your name. Well, I don't know your name either. And next thing you know, like the neighbors and them started coming out. He slams me down to the ground. Bam, starts wailing on me. Wait, just out of no, just grab, just from that? Yeah. Hey, you never know what triggers a person. Um, I don't want to speak on his behalf. If you get the book, this is why the book is so dope. I actually put all the statements in the ones that we wrote mm -hmm. and the ones that the police officers wrote in so people book. can see everything for themselves. Not only did I do that, I went a step further and I went to put the internal affairs report in there which is an amazing surprise because you can see the contradictory in his story. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, he starts beating on me. Um, the police officer's mother uh, runs downstairs to get Tashiana. Uh, she comes outside or whatever else, and she's, you know, panicking. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, what are you doing? And so he's making all these racial comments, how I'm nothing but another black statistic, how he's glad Johnny Cochran is dead, welcome to the South, just, just a whole bunch of ridiculous rhetoric, yeah. right? Um she starts recording him. He brings out a can of mace. He uses the whole can of mace on me. Um, to make a long story short, he calls for backup. Backup shows up. He's like, get her black A. She has um, pictures of me. So they run up on my wife. They throw her into the car. They handcuff her. Um, while she's handcuffed with her arms behind her back, they pick her up, and then they slam her to the ground face, face first. Okay, beat me. But don't don't touch my wife. She didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. But there's nothing like being a man who can't protect his wife. You know what I mean? Like like that was worse than me getting beat. You know what I mean? And to see her get treated like that and be helpless, you know? And so EMS gets called. They're like, yo, we should have known it was Officer Fields because he has a history of doing this type of thing. That's how we wind up getting his name. They sexually harassed her so when the black female officer showed up to the scene my neighbor they wouldn't allow her to touch touch um Tashiana. but she's an officer but she's one she's a female two she's a black female and you know no disrespect but black women get it the worst here in america yeah. it's just what it is i'm yeah. not trying to be disrespectful to no other races right, 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 right. but just try putting yourself in those no, shoes absolutely you know yeah. you understand where i'm coming yeah. from so um Long story short, they put us in the back of the paddy wagon. Oh, excuse me. So they sexually harass her. And what I mean by that is when a female's officer is on the scene, a female is supposed to search a female. When a male They searched her. Right. And then they're supposed to use the back of their hands so they're not groping. They mm -hmm. use the front of their hands. So they sexually harassed her in front of me. They threw her in the back of the... They put me in the paddy wagon, and they threw her in the back of the paddy wagon. And they was like, we're going to take you to the hotel. You know? Uh, the officer in front, thank God for him, because sometimes God puts people in the right places for the right, right reasons. Down. He heard everything. He wrote statements. We go downtown. I'm in my military uniform. So wait, so they know now. He know you're a veteran. Yeah. He know you in the service. Oh yeah. Beat me in my uniform in front of my home. You know, um, I, we get booked. Uh, to, that was crazy. You know what I'm saying? To get booked, it took me four years to go to four four years to get to court. I go back to the military. This is where I get crazy. 
my first sergeant, I just got done being soldier of the month, soldier of the quarter, winning trophies, all different type of stuff for sports and stuff like that. First Sergeant Peters, Sergeant Martin, I know you didn't do it. I understand where we're at. I understand the type of times we live in. You're good. He winds up PCS and going to a new duty station. New white female first sergeant comes in. And sometimes in not all women, but some women, when they're in a man, supposedly man-driven business, mm -hmm. they feel like they have to prove themselves right. and go above and beyond. Right. So when the new first sergeant came in, she wanted to make an example out of me. I became the Rodney King of the hospital. Um, uh, I got wrongful Article 15s, which is being punished by the military. It's like a military action. But I wasn't guilty for anything. You know what I mean? Right. How can you punish me? I thought you were innocent until proving. So was this the effect of what had went on outside? This was all the effect of me getting jumped by the police. Why would the police do that to you? You know, police don't act that way. You know, Sergeant Major, my Sergeant Major was like, well, uh, you ain't nothing but a hood rat. Excuse me? Who are you talking to? This is her. This Now, this is a black female Sergeant Major. You know, uh, the first Sergeant was a white female or whatever else. Um, you know, so the Army, they just, they just did me wrong. They just dogged me. They ran me through the mud. I wound up getting, I worked in the hospital because I did medical records. I wound up getting kicked out the hospital. You know, all different type of stuff. I got denied surgery. Let me just say this again, and you're a veteran. Yeah, and I'm a vet, but we love vets so much, though, right? We, you know, like let me, let me let me be clear with this. I did not put my life on the line for the flag. I put my life on the line for what the flag is supposed to represent. So my question to anyone that's listening, or even the president, is the flag a lie? Because the flag says it represents freedom, liberty, and justice for all. But do we have that here in America? So is that one of the biggest lies that's being told in America? Are we over there dying in different countries and foreign lands for the wrong reasons? You know what I feel like? You know, the flag is never. It's like you said, it's not. It, it represents. It doesn't represent us. Who's freedom? Who's justice? Who's justice? Who's liberty? Freedom? None of that. Are we still three fifths? Yeah, it's we do listen. My friend asked me a question, right? We were talking about it, whatever else. He was like, how can the police protect us if they fear us? Well, if you do the research of the police department and the police badge, it comes from the slave patrol. The slave patrol was the patrol that went out to catch black slaves, kill black slaves, and did all these, mm -hmm. these different type of things. So if you are rooted and you are birthed from that. I always tell people, racism is in the fabric of the flag. Oh, yeah. And until we recognize, if we, until, it's not us, by the way, that's got to recognize it. Mm -hmm. It's white America that has to just recognize it and deal with it. It's always going to be. I, 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 when I'm sitting here listening to your story, I'm listening and I'm seeing this is the same story. Ain't nothing new. Like nothing's new. We are in 2019 yeah. now. And I was, I was talking to someone yesterday and I was telling them, I see, I've seen my son, my son has experienced more racism than I did when I grew up. Time, time, people think that. We don't live in slavery right now. And I'm like, we do. Oh, we just we live do. in the evolution it's, of yeah, it. It's, the evolution. it's just different. It's it's, 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 it just looks differently. You know what I mean? Listen, I was, I was saying, I was talking to one of my, uh, actually, I was talking to the director, and they have a friend, and their friend, they were telling me different stuff about the friend and this whole white privilege thing, okay. and what, what it is. And we were just saying, um, I was just saying that they don't even, there's a whole nother world. White America just really, and especially if you're a privileged white America, if it's money and everything, okay. they live in a different life, a different world. The conversation, the struggles, which is no struggles, but the things that are going there, and they kind of just live through the TV if it's some stories that are coming through. Right. Um, and I see that, 
but they're not. They don't. This is. They're. They're not in in the real world, man. The real world. When I saw my son experience some of the stuff he experienced, I was just shocked. And I, at that moment, I knew. I knew. I was like, I'm his advocate. I'm his only advocate. Yeah. You know, I'm his advocate. We we have to do something different. Young black males and black females in America. It's a continual thing. And um, sometimes I'm on social media and I follow Push Black. Okay. Sometimes when I can't even watch it. It's horrible because it's the same story over and over again. That's crazy that that happens to you. But you, you but you know the thing about it is I mean, not being out bed. I'm sorry, we're talking about the vet. The fun thing about it is you say it happens over and over again, right? So when something happens over and over again, what happens to you? You become desensitized to it. It becomes the new normal. It becomes the new okay. So and and and, and we have black people that act the same way just as well. Well, if I just live my right life well, I'll stay in this bubble and nothing. Because my brother was that way. Me and my brother had a falling out or whatever else. Lois, what did you do? What happened? What happened? Keith, this is what happened to me. I'm trying to tell you the truth, bro. Right. It, Nobody brother, wants to hear the truth. No. That's it, 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 it has to be a, a reason why it's something. The re, there is not a reason. This is how they treat. This. See, and here's the thing. I have a lot of white friends, so I, I don't want people to get the conversation twisted. It's white folks with power. White folks that have money, people that make rules. Not all white people are like that. My friend Alon, we were talking, right? And he said, King, I want to tell you I'm sorry, but I feel like I'll be disrespecting you because I'll never go through what you go through because of the color of your skin. Or excuse me, because of the color of my skin that I was born with that I never asked for. How do I help? And I'm like, bro, just recognizing it right there starts a conversation. That's help right there. You know, and I feel like God gave me this poem, right? And it says, what makes a rainbow beautiful? Is it not the diversity of colors? Well, if that's true, is mankind's kryptonite trying to make one color better than the next? And if that happens, it is still a rainbow. I think not. So why are we destroying something beautiful with invisible lines of hate? We're all six degrees of separation from loving each other. It's a choice, but we're addicted to poison. You know what I mean? We have that boiling frog syndrome going on where we're being slowly cooked. Because if you look at the propaganda on television, you have black people always playing gangbangers. You have black women always sleeping with a white male. Not saying there's nothing wrong with anyone who loving anyone. I'm right. just saying the perception or the perception, propaganda yeah, that's absolutely. in right. that. So when you have someone from another country that never seen us, look at the, represent, look at the representation yep. that's out there. You know what I mean? And guess who's writing some of that content? We are. We are. But where are the stories of us doing positive things and just having regular life problems? Right. Everyone's not a thug. Every black woman's not twerking. You know what I'm saying? It's just we have to do better. We have to take our own accountability. Yeah. We've got to start, you know, in in the industry that we're in, mm-hmm. in the industry that we're in, we have to, I'm so happy that I know some people that are getting behind the scenes because, you know, all of us wanted to be in front of the camera. Yeah. But to tell the stories and to get the stories told, Right. If that makes sense. To tell the stories and get the stories told, we've got to have the people behind the scenes. Absolutely. You've got to have the producers and the directors. You've mm-hmm. got, there's nobody in, in Hollywood that, that are black that can green like... Tyler Perry now, Kevin. Uh, Tyler Perry has <laughs> his own studio. Praise yeah. God. Thank you, God. Oh, God. <laughs> but there's nobody that, other than that, and, and that shows you and what we have to do. Now, okay. this is what we have to do with Tyler Perry. I'm glad we, you said that right quick because it's a good, it's a good uh, segue. Okay. All I said to myself was, once I get to produce, once I get to shoot a show, once I get to shoot the Tony Michaels talk show, I'm shooting it in Atlanta at Tyler Berry Studios. That's dope. We have, in order for that to, it's working, and it still is working because what I love about Tyler Perry is that, and we have to have allies. Like, I got, my manager is white, 
Jewish. Of course. I don't have, listen, I just want people to recognize. I'm not, I tell people it's white culture that has, that you see all this racism in, but that doesn't mean everybody's white. He said he has a lot of allies. He, he has a lot of people like, uh, uh, 20th Century Fox. He's got people don't realize they've been working on Walking on the Dead for walking, walking. Is it going walking? Walking, walking dead, dead. Walking for dead for three years at his studios. Yeah, you know, on the back lots of his yeah. studios. So it's different relationships and different. Uh, look, look, we all just have to unite. Yeah. Period. That's right. I don't care about what color you is or whatever else. That is an excuse. And here's the thing, right? Even if you're not Tyler Perry, because a lot of us are not at that level. Period. Congratulations, Tyler, with that. Yo, you got a camera. There's so many different ways to get content out there. I don't care if it's Instagram, Facebook. Get your content out. Tell your stories. Do a web series. You don't have to start at the top because Tyler didn't start at the top. He worked his way from being homeless to being where he is. So you have no excuse not to go out, get a camera, and tell your stories now. And if you do a good job, see, here's the thing. Accountability responsibility and responsibility is no more than the ability to respond you have to be accountable for what you say you want and you have to create it and you have to go get it period go get it go get it man so wait so where are we at with the uh are you still in the did you you went to i know you were going to the supreme court with the uh my case is still at the united states supreme, supreme court, court but right. here's the thing i did an interview with nessa right nessa dates colin kaepernick mm-hmm. colin kaepernick stood up for equality wow did we not miss a moment? Because this young man lost his job. He got persecuted. Yeah, he wound up getting paid in the end for it or whatever else, but he can't play the game that he loves. See, you can have all the money in the world, but if you ain't got peace of what you love, boy, y'all don't understand. That's right. It's, That's right. There's a piece and of him missing. what you were put here to do, too. Right. There's a piece of him missing That's that true. people don't get. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, the, thing, the, the reason why I mentioned that is because when Colin stood up, they changed what he was standing for. They tried to say he was disrespecting soldiers. Well, that was their, that was their right? whole, their narrative was that. That was their whole thing. And the soldier is the one that told him, exactly. why don't you kneel instead of sitting? Well, how can you say that now, Tony? When I was in my military uniform and I got beat up. So it ain't about being a soldier. That's right. So now you don't have that cop out. Yeah. The United States Supreme Court will never try my case, I don't believe. Why? Because if you do, you got to tell America the truth. Of course not. Now, here's the thing. I went out. Now, so I wanted, I wanted this to be full circle, right? I'm not just about white people. Yeah. I went to the NAACP and asked for help. They asked me how much was I donating. What? Excuse me? I went to the Rainbow Push. I went to the ACLU. Oh, I've been trying to get this word out. I went to CNN. You see what I'm saying? And so when I went to CNN, I did an amazing interview with Jake Tapper, right? Shout out to Jake Tapper. He said, uh, hey, if you saw Officer Benjamin Fields again, what would you say? Now, black people, this is where I want to talk to you, and I'm going to look dead into the camera, and I want you to understand this. I said I would forgive him. But see, I think as a culture, we have forgiveness messed up because we look at forgiveness as if it's a weakness. Why are we always forgiving? See, there's, if I didn't forgive, I would just be full of rage. And when you're full of rage, that can control you to allow you to do stupid things. Me going to get a gun, me blowing up something, me ready to fight, me doing all these ignorant things would never have put me in the position that I'm in. But my forgiveness allowed me clarity, some type of peace to channel this anger to write a book, to write a movie, to write TV shows. That will last forever. The pen will always be mightier than the sword. So stop getting on people, stop going on rant, stop disrespecting people for their forgiveness because if you're so angry and if you're so mad, what are you doing about it besides 
typing and using Twitter fingers. And when you know what? When you say that, forget. I, 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 forgiveness doesn't mean forgetting. Exactly. And that's what people don't realize. And if you're gonna be driven by rage, you're not fulfilling your purpose. Exactly. Because that means the rage is pushing down the creative, the creativity, and the of course you have. So. Um, As our culture, we're emotional people, we're so right? But if we ever that, got that under control, do you know what we could do collectively? You know what I was thinking? I was thinking I was talking to somebody the other day, and I was saying, how quick did we shut down Kodak Black because of what happened? Shout out to Nipsey Hussle, love love the whole mm. fight, but we sh- uh, uh, but we shut down Nipsey Hussle for the disrespect that he did in a matter of. Like oh, yeah. days, we shut him down. Shut it down. We shut, I mean, Kodak Black. Uh, I'm talking I mean, about Kodak Black. Black, not Dipsy. I'm sorry, Kodak right. Black. We shut him down, and then I said, "Man, if we could take that same energy and shut down stuff that's not representative, right, and that's not being productive Come for on, us." Man. I said that was an example of what we can do. Of course, we shut that boy. That we shut that whole thing down, and so, so wait. So let's talk. Let's talk um, about what you're doing now. Okay. This has been a great conversation. What? Let's talk about what? Because now you're working towards the movie, right? Yes. So right now I'm doing a movie about the book. I apologize. That's my son calling. Okay. Uh, I'm doing a movie about the book. Um, How old uh, is your son? Oh, my little man right there. King is six. No, King just turned seven. I apologize. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Um, so I'm doing a movie, a movie about King. My real name is Carlos, by okay. the way. Uh, I use both of my son's names because the bigger my name gets, I want to be able to leave a legacy well, for them. That's great. That's great. So um, the movie is called A War on Friendly Grounds. It's about chapter four from my book. Um, so it's I'm not doing the whole book. It's just it's that it's chapter, chapter it's four. That whole, yeah. Okay. So it's going to be a short that I'm going to use to pitch for a feature. Okay. And it just talks about how the the goal for the feature is just to tell a story about a soldier who went from wrongfully facing ten years in jail to booking ballers into the sky's the wow. limit. Who's going to be in SAG, being the DGA wow. writers get? Why not? Right, right. See, one moment don't define your life. That's right. And that's what the power of forgiveness was. So shout out to all the people who are behind the Twitter fingers that called me a coon, disrespected me, or whatever else. Whatever y'all had to say, thank you for being the motivation to my automobile of success. Man. Thank so, you. So you doing that? Yeah. So I'm doing. I'm I'm doing the movie. Um, I'm right now. So I have that movie. I have another horror movie that I'm working on called Twitter Fingers. Um, Acting, you know what I'm saying. Still out here auditioning. Uh, I want to productive in every area. Motivational man. speaking. Uh, I, it, I, I will be doing a book tour. I, I did. I released a book, but I'm in school right now, so I haven't been able to go on tour with the right, book right, or whatever right. else. But I do plan on doing a book tour as well because I want to get out there and educate. I don't care just about the proceeds. I mean, we all want to make money or whatever right. else. The message, the mission is bigger than the money, though. Right. You know what I mean. And all that will come. Oh yeah, yeah. All that will come because it takes money to do everything. But if your focus is completely on the bag, you're gonna miss the mark. Oh yeah, you're absolutely. Gonna definitely miss the mark. So I want to thank Kang for coming, y'all. Yeah. We, yo, this has been an enlightening. It's interesting, man. The last couple episodes keep it's it's this positive thing going on. Like it's got yeah. this. It's it, it. That's nobody but God yeah. creating it. Cause I, oh, yeah. you know, I'm just talking. I was like, okay, I've been dancing for 20, 25, 30 years now. Yeah. And I'm still dancing, but I was like, my second, my second nature is gift of gab. Yeah. And I, I wanted to come up with this whole platform. No, it's beautiful, of that. man. And so, you did it though. But notice what you—you you didn't have a platform, but you created it, and you're yeah. doing it. That's and right. that's the difference. And that's why to take off because it's like going to the gym and you work that muscle. It's only going to get bigger and better and stronger. 
Boom, y'all. Bro, let's give it up for Kane. Check him out on Ballers. Go streaming on HBO. We had a good time. I'm holler at y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Tony Michaels Podcast. Check us out on Spotify, on Apple, on whatever. All those streaming platforms we're going to be on. So check us out. All right, later. Peace. You can stream on Google, Spotify, etc., etc. Welcome to the Tony Michael Show podcast. Here is Tony Michael.